Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. My name is Sheldon Edelstein, and I'm a product expert with the S4HANA Regional Implementation Group, also known as the RIG. I specifically focus on finance-related topics and have over 20 years of SAP experience. For those of you not familiar with the RIG, we are part of the S4HANA Product Management Group, and we help our customers transition to S4HANA through training, workshops, uh, knowledge sharing, and of course, the occasional podcast. I'm here today with my colleague, Belinda DeJesus, a S4HANA uh, Customer Care Project Coach. Hello, Belinda. Please introduce yourself. Hello, Sheldon. Happy to be here. Thank you for including me in this discussion today. I'm a senior SAP project delivery and implementation expert. I cover S4 HANA as well as other solution portfolios with an emphasis on retail, and I've been with SAP for 25 years. I'm actually part of a larger group that offers early adopter care, customer care project guidance for all SAP solutions. And our focus is to assist customers deploying the newest innovations, so not just S4. So we're here today talking with Umar Zisham, who prefers to be called Z. And Z is a senior consultant for Attune Consulting, specializing in S4 HANA implementations. He has worked with Sheldon and myself for the past few years on two recent S4 HANA implementations, two very successful ones at that. Hello, Z. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Belinda. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Umar Zishan. Uh, normally, a lot of my friends and colleagues call me Z. A little bit about myself. I'm a principal consultant and SAP solution architect uh, with Atone Consulting. I've been involved in the SAP space for about 20 years now. Uh, initially started off as a developer in the industry solution for apparel and footwear. And then in between, I tried out uh, project management for a little while. Uh, managing some of the enhancement packs for the AFS industry solution. And uh, more recently, I've been engaged with consulting in the fashion apparel and footwear industry for Atune Consulting. And a little bit about Atune. Atune is an SAP partner based in Boston, um, having a presence across the globe with about 400 odd uh, consultants. And Atune is mainly focused on the fashion and retail industry. Thank you, Z, for joining us today and to uh, a willingness to share your experiences with uh, recent S4HANA implementations. Let's just dive in with a few questions, shall we? Um, recent S4HANA projects have benefited uh, tremendously from early project preparations. In the area that I typically focus, which is finance, I have found, for example, data quality to be a key factor in determining how efficient and timely a project may evolve. Would you please share some of your recent experiences in helping to prepare for an S4HANA trans transition project, please? For sure, Sheldon. An S4HANA project is normally a major transformational effort for a customer, and if it's an existing customer or a new SAP customer. Um, I will share some of the top uh, focus areas uh, that, the, that the project team needs to focus on at uh, the start of the project. I would say initially it's a great idea to have the project leadership uh, from the customer side to establish a very clear project goal. What is project is uh, mainly going to achieve? What are the key business goals and IT goals to be achieved in this project? 
and it has to be really socialized with all the key project stakeholders. Like everybody should be aware of at the start of the project where everybody is headed to. Another key area of focus is data quality. Uh, it's a huge element in ensuring a successful SAP implementation. And prior to the start of the project, it's usually uh, beneficial to do uh, some kind of data quality audit to identify the pain points. You know, there are certain areas of data quality concerns and uh, data that may not be rele relevant for the future SAP S4 system could be archived and put away so that it doesn't cause um, additional burden during cutover. Another important area of focus is integration with external systems. Oftentimes SAP is not implemented as a standalone system. It's often connected with a lot of other external systems to keep the business working. And in a connected world, it is very important to have all these connections working correctly. And the preparation phase of a project, um, it is very useful and important to establish the initial contact with the key parties from the external systems. They may also give us some inputs into um, or call out some key areas um, from their extensive experience with their own products. So it's, it can be useful input into the project phase. From a tune standpoint in the prep phase we also have something called as a future reference solution or FRS which is a pre-configured SAP system with predefined business processes built in. We also um, undertake demoing of these business processes to get the customers key subject matter experts up to speed on what's coming up during the next phases of the project. So these demos of the established business processes are very useful to get this team on board. Sheldon? Yes, so, um, so you mentioned early on that project data quality is a very key area uh, for project success. Let me just add that um, project data quality is an area that I've had some intense exposure as well. Uh, fortunately, though, SAP provides a readiness check report that uh, you can execute in the source system to determine the readiness of your legacy system to begin its transformation towards SAP S4 HANA. The readiness report uh, recently has added sections on data quality. Um, the recent addition focuses on financial data quality or FDQ. The financial data quality area runs several new transaction codes that have been made uh, available recently within the past year. Um, one is uh, FinCore Reconcile and FinCore Monitor. Uh, these are just two examples. These new transaction codes interrogate the financial data in uh, the relating to general ledger as well as um, asset accounting areas. The general ledger programs will identify several different types of inconsistency, and they do generate an easy to follow report for the project team to review. This report will not only identify what the inconsistency uh, was, uh, but in the case of GL issues, it also has a self-correcting capability built into the reports as well. This self-correcting capability is not quite there yet, however, with asset accounting inconsistencies, but hopefully that's where uh, SAP development is, is moving the technology towards. Uh, the new program for asset accounting is FIN AA Core Recon and FIN AA Core Display. Those are the two new transaction codes available in the asset accounting area. 
There have been talk about including future similar programs and other functional areas as well. Um, no definitive words on that. However, it appears SAP development agrees with your earlier comments on early detection of data inconsistencies and has been working to provide uh, detection to uh, identify and also automation to correct these, these types of issues. The goal, of course, is to accelerate a successful S4HANA transformation. So may I jump in here, gentlemen? Um, thank you so much for your insights, C. Those were all really good points to keep in mind in preparing for a project and getting things in order so that a smooth implementation can be achieved. And Sheldon, thanks for the example regarding the data quality specifically in financials. But wouldn't you both agree that data conversion as a whole would be something that should be addressed as well? Do you have any experiences or examples to share in that area? Perhaps what have you, what have you seen that does work well or what doesn't work? And some other things to consider? Z, do you have any insights on that? Yes, Karinda. Uh, Sheldon just touched upon some of the uh, newer features and transactions available in the finance area and fixed asset area. But more generally speaking, uh, data conversion is a very involved activity. And depending on which SAP version you are going with and where you're coming from, whether it's an SAP or a non-SAP system, you have different methods for data conversion that are getting involved. Um, you may use different tools, for example. SAP has its own data migration cockpit. Um, in certain projects, we have used external tools like uh, a middleware, which does a extract, transform, and load. But uh, what one thing that is common across the board is to have um, focus on data quality throughout the life cycle of the project. In this context, it is very important to have somebody really anchor all these efforts. Somebody who can identify the key stakeholders, who actually deal with data on a day-to-day -day basis, who can provide clarifications, and who can actually uh, manage all of the work in the specific data-related uh, topics. Uh, if this particular activity is not done well, um, you, know, you know, you have trouble going into the goal line. You, know, you have data that is not accurate, data that is not relevant, coming into the new SAP S4 HANA system, which really sets you um, backwards soon after go live, when you start to operate in your system. I agree with you, Z. The data conversion is a critical focus area. From my own experience, it's one of the leading causes of project delays. Uh, let's move on uh, to the build-out phase of these projects. For me, that's always been uh, the fun part, mainly because you get some hands-on time to develop workable solutions. Yeah, sure. Everybody likes the build phase, don't we? So as the project evolves from the design phase, um, it is important to establish all the key cornerstones of design and identify all the key customization requirements that are needed to support the unique needs of the customer. And a clear understanding of all of these build requirements, you know, it goes a long way in making sure that the work is uh, planned out correctly and achieved by the end of the build. What we've been noticing in the recent years is you know, project teams have been experimenting with agile methodology, you know, various techniques like Scrum and so on. And on a large, uh, but certain times, you no know, large ERP implementations come with a large amount of scope and which has to be delivered with a very tight timeline. In that case, uh, we have seen that we 
could not implement Scrum across the board, but it's a, it is useful to uh, engage with um, agile methodology on specific topics like when you are building a cockpit or things which need a lot of business user input. These are topics where I think you no know, an agile methodology is useful. And um, when it comes to building custom objects and in general the completion of the build activities, um, a lot of consulting companies including ours use an off on-site and offshore kind of development model. And the key benefits are that the work can continue throughout the day and night. And if the timelines are tight, um, it is been very beneficial to have this round-the-clock activity going on. And um, all this time, we strongly recommend to have at least a small team um, co-located with the customer so that you can really engage with the subject matter experts and get quick resolution to your questions while the build is going on. And, and one last thing I would like to call out, it is extremely important to actually build a strong camaraderie within the project team. Go out, have some dinners. I know COVID is throwing water over all of that. But yeah, do something that actually builds the project team because it really helps to make the work fun. So thank you for that, Z. Um, I agree relationship building is a really important part of all projects. Working as an S4 HANA customer care team project coach in the recent years, I can confirm that it is so important to make sure lines of communication are established early on to make sure potential issues are discovered and addressed and resolved in a timely manner. I've been working as an S4 HANA customer care coach for several years now, and I can tell you that it's vital to making sure that there is trust gained on both sides of the project from the customer side, uh, as well as their respective SI and SAP. This ensures open dialogue along the way, problems are proactively discussed or uncovered in earlier stages of the project, and they can be rectified before they become bigger issues that could perhaps negatively impact the project. So I agree with you, team camaraderie, both on-site team building and off offshore building or remote building um, activities are a big thing. And it's also be very beneficial for this particular project that we worked on because we had the opportunity to continue to work together, which is a rarity. Um, the three of us have had the pleasure of being on two successive implementations with a particular customer. And that also comes with the relationship building and trust that we've had over the years and the familiarity in the way we communicate and the way we proceed with business and how we can have an open dialogue with each other when things um, can get a little testy during a project. Yes, Belinda, this particular engagement that we worked on together, it was my first time interacting with an s customer care team per se. And you as the project coach and Sheldon as the developer angel, no, you guys played an absolutely splendid job there. Um, and I know from myself and uh, the project team and also representatives of the customers, they found this particular service to be very helpful throughout the project. Uh, initial phases of the project where you presented the initial lessons learned and throughout the build phase where you really stayed on tap with all that's going on and uh, the issues that the project team would bring up to the table, you were quick to act on and then reach out to the experts within the product development team to, to get uh, real quick answers and you no know, solid answers to those questions. So all of these were like really appreciated by the 
client and of course by the project team. Well, thank you, Shizi. Sheldon and I certainly enjoyed working with your team and the customer as well. And we look forward to perhaps future collaborations again on other projects. But let's get back to this particular project that we shared over the course of the two implementations. What would you have to share regarding some project timeline, uh, project ending phases, so to say, such as the goal preparations for go live, and of course, post go live activities or monitoring. Do you have any thoughts or insights around that? For sure. Uh, as we end, uh, approach the end of the project, it is important to you know, tie all the loose ends, make sure that you've completed all of your testing and get ready for the data conversion activities and cutover activities. And um, during this particular certain projects, you know, we have some challenges with uh, certain integration uh, with external systems. So we have to put some extra attention in testing that a little bit better and getting all the issues squared away. And as we implement newer versions of the product, there are often some challenges coming up with newer features to be adapted according to the customer's business needs. And in this case, the S4HANA customer care team was you know, very quick to respond to some of these callers and engage the right parties there. One other thing that we need to keep in mind, uh, especially in larger implementations, is to identify areas with larger than normal transaction volumes. So if a particular implementation has a, a, a huge order book for sales orders or a large uh, planning um, um, data set or, or things like that, it is important to actually identify these and run some almost real life kind of uh, stress testing of the system to make sure that the uh, live environment can handle the load. And um, sometimes we just have to, you know, pull down your boots and deal with it after go live. Uh, that's just the nature of certain issues in, in all, all implementation, for example. You can plan for certain challenges and some of the challenges just need to deal with it afterwards. But having an insight into what areas could be potential trouble down the line, having an early insight into that can help you plan for these extra resources that you may need post go live. Yes, the, I, I agree 100% with that perspective. I think integration and stress testing are really important points you bring up. We definitely don't want a customer to go live with uh, a system that's insufficient to handle the uh, anticipated vol volumes um, uh, and cause trouble with the business uh, down the line. So I do have a few more questions though on your consulting organization at Tune. Can you uh, share with us uh, any of the future plans for Attune? Yes, that's an interesting question, Sheldon. Attune likes to be engaged with fashion and retail customers you know, across the globe, and that's been Attune's strong point for past many years. And recently, we've had a lot of attention from customers uh, or fashion companies who are integrating vertically, which means you know, fashion brands going into the retail space or brands starting their own manufacturing, their own um, uh, retail companies starting their own brands. So there's a lot of uh, vertical business activities that are going on in this space. And we are seeing a lot of greenfield implementations um, of companies coming from a non-SAP environment to an SAP as for HANA fashion environment, and also upgrades from existing apparel and footwear customers with AFS solution, and also non-AFS non SAP solutions coming on to S4HANA. 
And businesses are really keen to you know, get the latest and greatest features from SAP. You know, especially um, recent parts, now everybody gets excited seeing all the new Fury apps. They look so cool. And another topic which really excites customers is you know, out-of-box integration with um, the e-commerce platforms, you know, the SAP Commerce and the POS environments and so on. So these are interesting out-of-box features and innovations that SAP comes to brings to the table that are uh, really exciting the customers. And, and being an SAP partner, we get to you know, go along with the journey. And um, coming out of the COVID uh, um, <laughs> situation, we see a lot of fashion lifestyle companies putting a lot of investment into the you know, enhancing their digital core. They want to make sure they have a solid core to handle um, the retail business and omnichannel business and future roadmap uh, that they have uh, come coming up in the in the future years. So digital is a big thing, and you no know, SAP is heading down the right uh, direction in that case. Okay, so I know that we've just completed a second phase implementation of S for Hana with you and your customer, uh, Belinda, and I have now have new assignments, but I know you're continuing on with a phase three of uh, the project. So we wish you the best with uh, that engagement as well. I do understand Attune Consulting has been growing in the market. Can you tell me any interesting new developments that you can share with us on this podcast? Sure, Shelton. Um, Attune is continuously improving the speed with which we can implement S4HANA solutions, We're constantly developing our pre-configured Attune fashion solution as and when a new version of S4HANA is released in the market. In terms of implementing solutions for the retail com customers to fashion brands who are also operating in the retail space, we do have opportunities coming up in that space. We've recently merged with another SAP consulting partner in the retail space, adding you know, significantly to our international presence and our capabilities in terms of functionality that we can implement. So yes, uh, the market is evolving. The retail industry as a whole is changing with more emphasis on omnichannel solutions, especially with the new challenges with COVID and everybody ordering remote and so on. So digital is a big thing these days. And so these growth uh, opportunities that uh, everybody is looking to tap into. What are some of SAP's uh, plans in this space? Shelton? Well, as you know, SAP just released uh, S4HANA 2021. And with that release comes the next batch of innovations. Um, these innovations are heavily focusing on automation, robotic processes, and machine learning type scenarios. Uh, for those listening on the podcast, if you'd like a complete list of these innovations, uh, please look up um, the uh, website, What's New for S4HANA Viewer, uh, for additional details. Belinda. If I may ask you a question, what are the, some of the things that the customer care team does that we are really not aware of? Well, thanks for the question, Z. The customer care team uh, for S4HANA is just one service area alignment that my team, SAP Early Adopter Care, covers. We're actually a global team, and we support customers in the same fashion that we've supported this S4HANA implementation, but in other solutions and product disciplines on cloud and on-prem. So S4 Customer Care is just one branch of what we have as an overarching SAP Early Adopter Care service. It's a service that's not available for all of the SAP product portfolio, but customers can see what 
services are available for their solution area of interest through what we call the Influence Platform on influence at sap.com. Here, they can see whether or not the solution that they're implementing or planning to implement has our services similar to customer care or where you would be provided with, with a coach such as myself and a development angel like Sheldon or development experts for that particular discipline. So I invite you all to see what else we have to offer at influence.sap.com and hopefully we will meet again in another program. Well, that's really interesting, Belinda. And I can truthfully state that the customer care pro program provides significant benefits for the customers and I hope a lot more customers take advantage of this offer as well. Well, thank you for that, Z. Our team is certainly here to help in any way we can. And we look forward to seeing you and any customers and any other future programs, whatever the solution may be. But let's take a little step back. What are some of your future plans with S4 HANA specifically? Well, um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm really looking forward to continuing this journey uh, along with Atone and SAP, um, learning about all the new innovations that can be brought to the table. Uh, for the benefit of fashion and lifestyle customers. I'm really looking forward to continuing the journey. Okay, I'm afraid we're out of time for today. Uh, for Belinda, Z, and myself, thank you for joining us on our podcast today. We hope you have enjoyed our brief discussion on recent Esfrahana implementation experiences with Attune Consulting. We hope that you, the listener, have found the information valuable. If you all enjoyed today's discussion and would like to learn more, be on the lookout for additional podcasts in the Inside S4HANA series. As always, feel free to drop us an email via insides 4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Mm -hmm.